Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. It's June 6th, 1844, and another remarkable event is about to be uncovered by Aria, Rebecca, and Ali, the Retrospectors. If you were a young man, short on your dough and in need of getting yourself clean and having a good meal before 1844, (laughs) your options were limited. That is, until George Williams founded the YMCA on this day in the back room of a London drapers shop. His goal? Hang out with all the boys. The boys being other young Christian drapers keen to resist the temptations of city life. And avoiding the world that he thought until that point was so jive. Because... Rapid urbanisation around London was happening at this time and he saw young men like himself, like you say, he was only 22, who fell out of their depth, needed support. The growth of the railroad all around them, tenements springing up, some of them sleeping on the streets, some of them sleeping in the premises of their workplace. And he thought, I want to create basically a sort of club where they can hang out with all the boys, albeit primarily (laughs) for the purpose of Bible study. Well, as a young man, he'd actually described himself as a careless, thoughtless, godless, swearing young fellow, direct quote. But obviously he was on a bit of an evangelical mission by the time he got to London, because part of the motivation for what he was doing here was trying to find other places for young men to hang out in major cities that weren't just, say, taverns or brothels. The fact that he even saw those as the two kind of competing interests tells you something about how far he had perhaps not yet strayed from his younger self. But in any case, he came up with this idea and got together with this bunch of drapers to sort of do what was an equivalent of Bible study, but with a bit more of this same thing that Rebecca's talked about in the past, muscular Christianity layered on top. Oh, I'm going back, I'm going... We're going right back into muscular Christianity. And there clearly was a thirst for something of this nature. Like, it's easy for us to poke fun and make innuendos, and we all know the lyrics to the song. But no, come you on, put your pride on the shelf. But actually, if you look at it, you can see how this dissipated life that George Williams was describing was probably really lonely and depressing for lots of young people who are away from home for the first time, living by themselves without their home community around them. You know, even today, how many people do you know that feel that way living in the city? You know, that the only things to do are drink or go out and really looking for that sense of wholesome recreation and community. Yes, except the version that we've said so far, that George Williams created the YMCA as a refuge for young men from other vices is the version you read online now because there are so many branches of the YMCA all with their own (laughs) blogs explaining the history of the organisation that the first 10 pages of Google are basically identical. It's all the same story. (laughs) It's like the official version of the story. But the flip side of that missionary zeal to provide opportunities for people and keep them away from alcohol and drugs and, and sex out of marriage is let's keep them into Jesus. Because without Mm. that, we won't have the next generation of evangelical Protestants to keep this whole shebang ticking along. So it's kind of like, yeah, come come here and be with me and we'll look after you and support you. But also, we're not letting you out of the grip of the religion that the country is in. Because if we do, we're worried about losing control of the establishment. 
Well, the way that it went international was actually yet again at a great exhibition, this time in 1851, the one that was held in Hyde Park in London, where the YMCA kind of laid out its stall. And very quickly then you had this spring up of YMCAs from everywhere, from Australia, Belgium, Canada, you know, Netherlands, Switzerland and onwards. But the idea of it as a global movement was led by a guy called Henry Dunant, who was the secretary of the YMCA in Geneva once it had spread there. And he later went on to found the International Committee of the Red Cross and was the first winner of the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, and it really took off quickly. You know, within a few years, the Earl of Shaftesbury was the YMCA's first president. You know, going from the back room of a draper's shop, that's an incredible rise. But it was helped by a couple of different things. One being that, obviously, you know, kind of like we touched on in the Hershey Park episode, is that it had obvious appeal to wealthy benefactors who might want to sponsor it, turning out a sober, industrious workforce mm. for them. But also, as you mentioned, Arian, muscular Christianity again. Well, we've talked about it before, but it's basically the Yorkification of Christianity. You know, the colonies need manly men to staff them. There's nothing weird about being a Christian. It's not, it's not girly. And so that muscular Christianity movement sort of saved it from being, you know, you can see how something like the YMCA might initially have been seen as being a bit, you know, a bit of a sissy option if all the other young men are out drinking and gambling and shagging. But luckily, it comes along at the same time as this kind of butch take on Christianity. You can imagine the main draw for a lot of people in the early days, and actually throughout the YMCA's life, being the athletic contests and the gyms and the indoor swimming pools and so on. And through that, you kind of get this form of Christianity being delivered to you. But secondarily, that a lot of people must have come along because actually, it is a nice place to hang out. I know we keep coming back to the the song. But, (laughs) But if you want to go meet your friends, you can go down to the YMCA and play some games and then also you you might have a bit of Jesus thrown at you. Well, yes, although what we're referring to really are the American connotations of the YMCA. And actually, I'll admit, I didn't know it was a British thing because it's so associated in my mind with American men and cruising and disco, I'm sure we'll get to that, that I hadn't considered it would have been a British innovation of the Victorian era. But the Americans... As with the stock exchange, when we were talking about that, they sort of take the English thing, don't they? They make it more fun. I feel like <laughs> it was the Boston YMCA that put those indoor swimming pools in, a world first yeah. that you're referring to. It was an American YMCA that invented the term bodybuilding. You know, that's right. fun. And they created yeah. volleyball, literally invented volleyball and basketball. And basketball. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like the Americans took the, the sort of concept of self-improvement. I mean, to be fair, George Williams had that kind of brand idea right from the beginning, the YMCA triangle represents mind body and spirit but they took that and coupled it with having a desirable body that other people would find attractive and improving your physique. The point of all this outreach was that rather than just preaching, the YMCAs were offering things that its target demographic actually wanted yeah. and needed. So not only was it affordable sporting facilities, but there was also accommodation that they set up in cities where young workers could live for a relatively low rent. Educational opportunities, they started the concept of night schools. And you also offer an affordable and accessible venue for homosexual promiscuity, which I'm sure was not the intention of George Williams, but I feel we have to mention, since we have covered the song, I was curious why it was specifically that there was this gay innuendo around the YMCA and how long that had been going back for. And I discovered in researching this episode, which older listeners, particularly in America, I suppose will already know, but I didn't, that before the 1960s, when you went swimming in the YMCA in the States, nudity was mandatory. 
and that went across all ages. So the instructors that were teaching the young children would be naked. They would just be wearing a whistle. But not just the pool, but also the gym, which sort of puts pay to the lie, really, that they said that you had to be naked in the pool because it spread less bacteria somehow. Obviously, what it really came down to was this muscular Christianity thing of working on your sort of classical physique. But the consequence of it, intended or otherwise, was you were encouraging intimate friendships between naked men. So it wasn't just an innuendo. It was like the place you'd go to in a lot of towns in America, if that's what you were looking for. And the song was by, obviously, by village people. Did you know this? They were yet another fake group like Boney M. Yeah, so they're just five models, aren't they? They were chosen because they look right. Well, one of them was the singer, Victor Willis, who's the black policeman in the lineup. Uh-huh. He was hired by these two French producers to be the voice and then to fill out the group. And you can see how this ended up being a kind of iconic gay act. They took out an ad in a theatre trade paper that said, macho types wanted must dance and have a moustache. Well, David Hodo, who was the construction worker of the group, uh, said of the way that it was composed that apparently it was written in 20 minutes. A third album, which was called Cruiser, needed one more song, apparently, as filler. And Jack Morali, who was one of the French record producers who Rebecca mentioned, put together the melody and the chorus and and the sort of rudiments of the outline. And he then gave it to Victor Willis and said, just fill in the rest. (laughs) And David Hodo said, I was sceptical about it, but then when I heard it, I knew we had something special because it sounded like a commercial and everybody likes commercials. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, and it it went on to be astonishingly popular. It's just irresistible though, isn't it? And it's less irritating actually than like Come On Eileen or Celebration, isn't it? But it's got the similar earworm quality of once you hear the opening bars, you're like, okay, and I have the next three and a half minutes is going... (laughs) Slimber up those arms. Apparently the dance often goes wrong and the village people would take sometimes to correcting their audience because people do the M incorrectly. Correctly, it should be made by touching your fingers in front of you, oh, not no. by putting your fingers on your shoulders. No, no, head, <laughs> and then Head, yeah. You've got a mobot. It's a mobot move now. Oh, no. Not according to the village people. And also the C tends to go wrong. And this, I mean, we've all seen this. Everyone going (laughs) (laughs) right rather than left. Um, Oh, mm. God damn it. I've really, I've been messing up 50% of a four-letter dance. (laughs) (laughs) Tomorrow. But actually, interestingly, the first video rental shop actually predates the popularity of cassette tapes. Love the show? Support the show. Patreon.com slash Retrospectors. Part of the ACAST Creator Network. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.